1: Welcome back to You Are the Magic. I have the beautiful Jocelyn with me today, and she has a very, very inspiring, beautiful, delicious story of how she got to where she is right now. And I love having women like Jocelyn on the show who have been through some pretty hectic trauma and have come out the other end of the trauma and are now helping other women see the light, move through all of the stuff that has been keeping them stuck, through all of her learnings, all of the things. So welcome to the show, Jocelyn. I'm really excited to have you here. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Alexis, for having me. I'm honoured to be here. I'm grateful to share my story. You're very welcome. I'd love you to dive deep into your childhood and growing up to now, learning all about NLP, hypnosis, and all the other beautiful, delicious things that you've gone to learn along your journey. Um, So let's dive deep back in where it started. All right, awesome.
2: Uh, So I'm a product of uh, rape, conceived by rape. Um, I have a biological father who would be classified if he took himself to a therapist as a psychopathic, narcissist malignant narcissist uh my mother was married to him first and had four children and then he ran off with my mother's sister and had a couple more children come back and raped my mother had me ta-da i'm smack dab in the middle and then went back to her and had another three children uh the two youngest are twins So that was the story that was created before I was even birthed and uh, witnessed a lot of domestic violence, um, mental, physical, sexual, um, psychological. And uh, I have two siblings right now who have mental illness who will be on medication forever, two siblings who have passed away and there's eight of us left so that is in a nutshell the story of my childhood now my last name is Dudanski which is Polish Uh, I was raised by a beautiful Polish well he's from Poland but a New Zealander blonde hair blue eyed dad who I call my my real dad and you know he's a hard worker and he sacrificed everything for his children. A great provider and protector, and so I had these two dads, like Robert Kiyosaki, you know, rich dad, poor dad. <laughs> poor dad I had yeah. similar dads. Yeah, I had two dads <laughs> like that, um, and I'd be more like good dad, not so good dad, and a good dad fed so much um, goodness into my life. You know, he was always there. He was always there to listen as well and um, and still when I grew up and I started relating with other um, men uh, and got into relationships, I had these attachments that would come up out of knowing this wounding that I didn't even know the names of where I would find myself uh, not speaking my truth, not staying authentic to who I was and really becoming what they wanted me to become without just honouring me in my path. And so uh, it brought up a lot of woundings and trauma that I didn't even know was there until I was in these relationships. Uh, and so first major relationship, he was married with 46 children that I didn't know, obviously I didn't know. Uh, chased me for a year. I had no idea about his history and his background. And uh, ended up becoming pregnant with, you saw her, my daughter, (laughs) 15. And uh, she was the blessing. She was like the seed that was planted in me to, as a, a witness from my ancestors and my soul, to get out. Because otherwise I believe I probably would have stayed. I didn't understand the red flags until I was pregnant, and she she saved my life, I could I left, and um, then I stayed single for 10 years, until I met Tony Robbins, uh, 2015, I got to go to date with Destiny, and I had no idea, everyone's asking, why did you come, why did you come, why did you come, I was like, <laughs> listening to all of these answers, like, wow, cool, you've got... Everyone had thought about why they were there. And I was just there, honestly, to see Tony Robbins. I've watched him my whole life. I had grown up with his CDs and I just wanted to see him. So I was like, I'm here to see Tony Robbins. I'm just going with the flow here. And the (laughs) first day, like when we walked in and everyone's dancing, jumping up and down. He comes on stage and I'm just... Like tears come to my eyes and I think, oh, my gosh, there he is. I had no idea what I was in for for those six days. Um, but those six days changed my life, like ripped out all the foundation I had and I just was like after that, oh, my gosh, my life is my own destiny. I can create whatever I want. And uh, probably two things he said in there. And two epiphanies I had, the first epiphany I had was, I'm not the only one that's had heartbreak because my daughter's father, that connection, I just, you know, as a Mormon girl, religious, brought up religious, so this belief that I have to go to church my whole life and I have to um, get married in the temple and I have to be perfect, and then this, like, This heathen comes (laughs) and destroys, and I allowed it. No victim there, and um, I I become the single mother who, you know, in the church, I'm basically um, close to murder. That that sin of having a child out of wedlock, and so is basically a murderer. And I just felt shame, lots of guilt and shame. Um. And then also the, you know, so I believed I was the only one that's been hurt. And I truly believe that all men are not good people and that women are victims. This was my belief in Tony Robbins. And then someone said to me, you're not the only one that's been hurt Um, and you're not the only one that's ever experienced heartbreak. And I was literally like, are you
1: serious? Are they more like me? <laughs> are they more like me? Because yeah. when we're in it, we yeah. don't know. When we're in it, yeah. we <laughs> we have created this beautiful story in our head around things yeah. because that's all we know. We haven't, yeah, the bubble, we haven't seen the other side of things. And when you're talking about Date With Destiny, um, I go back and watch I'm Not Your Guru from Tony Robbins, mm. and there's a girl on there, and she talks yes. about the sexual abuse that she went through. And when you're talking about it, it it kind of brought that up. And there's a whole other world out there that some of us don't even know exists because we've never been. Yeah, it's never been in our existence. We've been brought up in a different life, a different family, and we kind of know that it's there. I kind of don't really know that it's there because we're not around it. And I love how you said that you're not a victim of it, and this was the story that you created. And you, when you got to Tony Robbins, you didn't know why you're there. It was like I'm here. Something guided you and led you to being there. And then I love how that was the pivotal moment for you to shift and change and go through the process. And when we jumped before we jumped on the call, we're talking about letting go of the ego and meeting the new version of yourself how was that process for you
2: yeah well uh well part of it happened there that was the the seed that was planted he said uh if you if you're not loving if you're not growing then you're dying on the inside and so for me, that was like, I've been dying for 10 years because for 10 years, I just made up the story that all men are bad. And uh, so, uh, long story short, I went into dating and I met someone and that was a perfect opportunity because I was like, I'm healed. like I've done all my work. like I'm a coach now. <laughs> I like know all the things. I've been to date with Destiny three times now. You know, like I'm, I know everything. So, uh, And then, um, you know, the universe presented this opportunity to heal. In that relationship, um, I really uh, had to do a lot of inner work because I had met my shadow self in that relationship, in that connection uh, that I didn't even know I had. So I was very loved by everyone and um you know you can be this lovely prim and proper rainbows and butterflies person but there's always a dark side to everyone and the more butterflies and rainbows you are there's more likelihood that you haven't really taken a look at the flip side of that which can be really dark and cruel and uh so unfolding the shadow work um I'll be honest, it was the most difficult journey I had ever taken and I still do that work to this day, but um, for a period there it brought me to a place where I just didn't want to live because it was just too scary to face that I had this predator within me. I was conceived by a predator, so I had the predator aspects and also the prey aspects, which is the total opposite of the predator. And in the prey, in order to not become prey, um, the prey antics, which in normal terms, they might name them as codependency or empaths or hypersensitive soul beings who just feel everything and take on everyone else's problems and then don't know who they are, um, that can definitely just totally take you off your course and misalign and so how it played out for me, the shadow work after identifying the prey and the predator, uh, I had to release and express that through mind body soul. So I had to do a lot of physical work with my body, trauma releasing exercises had to go out in the bush and scream and into the ocean and like you can't just go outside and scream.
1: <laughs> like, like, wondering what's going Spiney on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone going, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> so like, when There's
0: I'm no driving, She's talking
2: to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Exactly. So I had to like jump in the car. You have you have to become really, um, you know, come up like what's the word? Curious and also. Um, Just play it by ear and honour yourself as you release all these demons, I would say. But um, the process was definitely difficult and in doing so, it was necessary. So at the same time, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do, facing myself and my stuff and how I was responsible for this relationship and responsible for not saying I loved myself and not speaking my truth and not being authentic and just playing the prey so that I would be kept safe instead of just walking away and saying there's enough, I do not consent. Um, And so the victim in that as well. And also taking responsibility and claiming my innocence for what happened when I was sexually abused when I was three years old and letting her speak and share her story through... My expression of the of the shadow work, so it's uh, definitely the most growth I had, um, and it was also the most. You know, there was a time I was suicidal, um, and the same time it impacted my daughter. Obviously, so um, it's been was a difficult couple of years but um, we're now thriving. And because of that, we're so much closer. Like I almost like pinch myself with how far we've come with my daughter and I. Um, at one point, she just really could not stand me and I couldn't understand her. And there was just this, you know, there was this, like there's something wrong with my child. I just blame the child. And the child's like, I'm not talking, just put a yawn, sleep all the time, stay in a room and um, all along I had to take responsibility. It was because I wasn't showing up 100% and I was allowing the environment to dictate who I was and that wasn't who I was. Which leads so me on to the part where I am now.
1: So, so powerful. powerful. It's so powerful and taking responsibility for yourself, taking responsibility that you are are where you are right now and there's things in the past that you cannot change but you can release and let go of the trauma that has happened and it's not disregarding it or putting it to the side and just saying that was then I'm no longer allowing it to affect me because it, it it does come up and like you said when you're going through different relationships there was different things that were coming up and through you that you didn't realise that you needed to work through and you've been to Date with Destiny three times. Is that what you said?
2: Uh, Yes, I went once and then crewed twice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And being in that environment around people and seeing how it all works and seeing the changes that happen in other people but also the change that has happened in yourself and did you get to a point where you looked at yourself in the mirror and you thought, who am I now? after letting go of all of the crap that you needed to let go of yeah yeah absolutely
2: um I had to make a conscious decision and I had to look at my daughter because at the time there was no self-love so but I loved her more than anything in the world and so she became my priority because you know how they talk about you've got to love yourself first. Well, when you're in a connection, you've lost yourself and you don't love yourself. The next best thing was my daughter and she just became what is good for her is good for me. And um, so one day, it would probably be this be many since, uh, is waking up and seeing her come to me and want to cuddle. And she's 15 and she went through this three-year phase of just go away, like, you know, know, typical teenagers. But now she wants to spend time with me and she wants to communicate with me. And I guess for myself it's not waking up with the panic attacks and the constant obsessive thoughts and the not being able to breathe, like, you know. The elephant on the chest and you're like impending doom is happening when I went home to New Zealand which was part of my healing and I went and spoke to energetically as well and you know I did a whole because I'm spiritual woo boo they call me a hippie,
1: <laughs> a hippie <dippy.
2: laughs> um, but I am very happy and so I took my crystals and I blessed myself and my daughter and just let go of that stuff in New Zealand that happened when I was a child and I had the conversations that no one ever wants to have with the people I needed to have with and, um, you know, gave it back to them, get stuff, that it no longer continues. And so, um, I mean, now I just live myself, my life every day being 100% responsible for the results that I create and investing in my NLP and hypnotherapy and done all those certificates because I thought I needed to do those to heal. (laughs) I I was like, help me, help me. But it was just all within.
1: Yeah, I love that. How do people get in contact with you? What are the things that you offer? What are the things that you do to help people through their journey? Um, So people, if they want to find you, where can they find you? Where do you hang out mostly on social media?
2: Yeah, so I I hang out mostly on Facebook, so a business page. Um, I have a website just jostintodanski.com. But I created the JAD Academy purely for women who have been in a, a position in their life where they feel like they are stuck and they don't know how to get out. And in the academy, I offer uh, NLP trainings, hypnosis trainings, eventually timeline therapy and also Reiki so that you're doing the mind, body and soul work and then also the other stuff that comes with just being in my presence because to talk about trauma um, and to talk about uh, how you need to just really honour yourself, trust yourself and back yourself, trust yourself and back yourself. You have to come into alignment with that. And um, I help women become unstoppable. No, there's nothing that can hold you down. My favourite song is Unstoppable by Shire. I don't know how to say a name, but I love that song. My ah.
1: morning routine. Love it. Yeah, Love it. One of my favourite songs to listen to is This Is My Fight Song by Rachel Somebody. This is my fight oh, cool. song. Take back my life song. I really oh, got a really bad
2: voice.
1: beautiful. That's one of my songs that if I'm like really needing like a ramp up, I put that on and I run stairs. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. I take on the day. <laughs> I love it. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Um awesome. Amazing. I have loved listening to your story and your journey and all of the things that You've taken responsibility for now and allowed yourself to move through it. You've allowed yourself to feel it. You honour who you are and you take other women through the journey and allow them to be to be in what they need to be in to move through it because we do need to feel it. We don't need to get over it or get under it or push it to the side. Feeling through mm. it and releasing and letting yeah. go is how we become the next level version of ourselves and releasing and it's, it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's not easy, but growth oh, yeah. is not easy. Growth is something mm-hmm. that can be hard and sometimes it can be easy, but at some point there's, you know, that really beautiful dance. So I've loved having you on. Do you have a quote
2: yeah.
1: or a, you've just said the song that you love, do you have a quote or like a, mm-hmm. a podcast or is there someone that inspires you that you go to when you're having a moment at all?
2: Well, um, I got asked this when I was 14, who's your idol? And all my friends said, Janet Jackson and, you know, like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and I was like, really? My idol is my nana. Um, and she passed away going on two years now, uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, and so I tap into her. She is uh, everything that she's, she named me Athena, which means to help to Support to embrace, um, she's the reason why I'm on this path, and uh, so I just ask her to watch over and connect with her. And you know, I'll have things come up, and okay, I'll do that. Yeah. She yeah. tells me to leave my daughter alone. Give us <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little baby, so. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just hands off, yeah. not hands off, isn't you know like she's her own person and of course you know you always want to feed into your children what you would like them to do but they've got their own path and so
1: yeah she's been a great help with parenting for me as well most definitely most definitely oh my Mm. god I love it I've loved having you on the show and anyone that's going through any kind of trauma any kind of stuff that you'd love to reach out to Jocelyn jump onto Facebook that's where she hangs out the most everything will be in the show notes so you'll be able to go and find her. So thank you again for being on the show with me today.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. Lovely. You're welcome. Bye.
0: We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests thank you again for tuning in I am Alexis Jane remember you are the magic